Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby, is a free agent, baby. Yes, the free agency wars in pro wrestling on the televised scale are raging at the moment. Where is he going? Where is he going? He's going to Ali. Can he go to Ali right now? Can he go to Ali? Can he go to Ali? But like, can he also like kick? Can he also like kick someone from WWE like in their crotch when he leaves, and then he like comes over and like gives you like a two sweet, even though he's not legally allowed to. We'll get into all that. Plus, another big WWE superstar who is on the free agency market is talking about where they are going. And SummerSlam made a whole lot of money. We're getting into all of it, baby. It is the Sports Kita Wrestling Top Story of the Day. Click the like button. Watch out, 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 watch out. What's up, everybody? It's uh, I am Kev Kellum. That is Jose G. Jose has returned. Uh, Jose, it is nice that you are back on planet Earth. That's good. My God, man. It's been, uh, I feel like I haven't been on the show for weeks, only it's been days, but yeah, I've been, uh, what was down in Vegas in the desert covering, uh, SummerSlam trying to produce all such a good content for you guys here at Sports Keto Wrestling. But I have missed being behind the booth here producing the show. You guys have held it down all weekend long. So kudos to you, Kevin. Kudos to Jeremy because y'all really killed it this weekend doing all sorts of uh, SummerSlam coverage and uh, and live streams. So uh, just big shout out to the uh, Sports Keto Wrestling team for just putting on such amazing stuff this weekend. Yeah, if you haven't done it already, go ahead and subscribe to the Sports Gear Wrestling YouTube channel. I know a lot of you guys check us out on Facebook, but we are not far away from our goal. Could be getting to it any moment here, hopefully soon. And right there. today, Help we're going to hit it. It's going to happen this week. 20,000 subscribers. If you get us there, we really, really appreciate it. Go ahead. And then just engage with the show. Get on screen. We know the diehards are with us there. But if you went this for the first time, go ahead and sound off in the comments below and jump into the topic. So let's get right into our lead story right away. Adam Cole Bay Bay is a free agent. Uh, this has widely been reported in more details, kind of concretely uh, establishing his free agency status. Uh, Adam Cole wrestled his final match for WWE NXT and possibly for WWE as it stands at the moment uh, this past Sunday at NXT TakeOver 36. I thought it was a solid match, maybe not the best match on the show, but certainly a wild one. Uh, three stages of hell with Kyle Riley. He was on the losing end of that, getting a little bit too smart, handcuffing his former brother, to the rope, super kicking him into oblivion, only to be caught with a heel hook. Very creative ending. I liked it, but the live crowd at the Capitol Wrestling Center was like, "What? Oh no!" Because the whole time, the whole undercurrent of this match is: Is he leaving? Is he leaving? Is he leaving? Is he leaving? And smart marks just can't let a story be told if they win a smart mark, you know. So uh, that's what happened here. Uh, what is the latest on Adam Cole, baby? Yeah, that's right, Kevin. So today, Fightful is reporting that. Uh, his contract will be expiring this Friday, the uh, August 27th uh, was reported earlier this week. And it was confirmed just like you said that, and it, that his last match with WWE was at NXT takeover 36. He has not signed as of this moment uh, from what our sources uh, tell us and what reports are telling us. He has not signed a new extension with WWE. We'll see what happens, man. Cause if it extends Friday, he can go pretty much wherever he wants because he wouldn't have a non-compete, right, Kevin? He would not have a non-compete. 
Uh, this would set him up in a situation if if it is all Elite wrestling. Obviously, everyone wants to talk about that, so we'll, we'll get that right there. Uh, all Elite wrestling immediately on Sunday night during the NXT Takeover pay per view. You have uh, the Young Bucks kind of mocking the whole thing because they wrote off him on their comedy web series. Adam Cole was a character on Being the Elite. They they killed his character off. Uh, they immediately put up a video about uh, uh, just an informative video about how do you hold a seance at home? How do you hold a seance so you can get so you can talk to the dead? Uh, and, and all of it was alluded <laughs> to. And then you have Britt Baker, who is the AEW Women's Champion. She is Adam Cole's fiance. Uh, she was just po- posting question emojis. So I mean, they're really stirring the pot. Adam Cole just puts up Adam Cole baby gifts. He's not doing. He's not saying or doing anything. You know. Uh, so the whole situation is. Um, it's it's very very much wait and see and yeah uh, the inclination is that he is heading to all elite wrestling or at least from people at all elite wrestling i don't think at this point that they would even try and stir the pot if they didn't have anything in the pot at this point uh and and they did this with punk they wore the cookie monster t-shirts for cm and they did different things in vignettes that they, they love stirring the and, the and the fans just eat it up. They eat mm-hmm. up any scraps that are thrown their way. They love uh, the Easter egg hunt never ends in AEW, if you will. Now, uh, let me ask so you something I, real quick though here um, from not just from a reporting standpoint, Brun, but just from a viewer standpoint, would you like to see Cole at AEW or would you like him to see it get uh, a, a real solid push on Monday Night Raw and probably get something. If you're asking me my WWE take, title. I think he would own Monday Night Raw. Uh, if you're at, uh, if so you're if you're asking me where he can come in, I think can make the most impact. Listen, the pop he comes out and all wrestling, that crowd knows him, they love him, he be over. But I'm seeing a bandwidth issue with with AEW that that is really really present. Uh, when you had Rampage happen. Uh, it was uh, the moment of the year with CM Punk returning to wrestling. And we covered that extensively. Go watch our top story. The yes- yesterday I talked to you about what the whole arena experience was like, what the merchandise was like, what, what it was like to be there. I was there. It was very, very special. And I'm not saying I didn't have a special moment, but I saw an issue. The show's only an hour. <laughs> the show on Friday is only an hour and uh, dark elevation. And those other shows are, those are, developmental those are those are the equivalent of wwe's main event like that that's what they feel like that that's what they come off like uh with a little bit more cooler matchups and stuff some in some cases right um but everyone knows what the main event is they know what the real shows are the tv shows right so i i see a problem with you got two hours on wednesdays you got an hour on friday the elevation of the web shows yeah they're there they're fun you can develop some things you can definitely make guys you're going to bring and put on television uh, but what is going on here? What what, what are we going to see here? You guys still see me here? We just lost Jose for a second here. I hope you guys are doing good. Uh, yes, we are talking about everything going on here with Adam Cole. Bay Bay is he is he coming? Is he going to come back to WWE? That's another important question. Is is that the right decision for him to make? Is to go back to WWE? Is is it to is it to leave WWE and go to All Elite Wrestling? Is there an opportunity for him outside of AEW and WWE? I mean, if he goes to New Japan, well, he's going to do something then with, with All Elite Wrestling. That's some people think that's sort of a given. It's not exactly clear. Hopefully, I get uh, uh, Jose back here with me here. Uh, I'm I'm intrigued by the way this whole thing goes, and it also, it's also worth noting with Adam Cole. We brought it up. There's no non compete. 
there's no non-compete there. He just gets to keep going here. Uh, and he gets to go right out into the, in this situation here with everything going on. And I, I'm wondering how this will all play out for sure. Um, uh, other people interested in just what the future holds here in general. Christopher I. Cooper is with us, says, uh, that's the new thing. Anybody that is done or released from WWE, everyone says they're going to AEW. It is. It is the thing. And it does tell you how the market for uh, televised pro wrestling has kind of opened up here. Jose G uh, rejoining us here, Jose. Jose, it happens here. That. Jose, jumping Sorry back in that. here. I, I, I'm <laughs> of the thought, like, there's a lot of people already in AEW. Do you want to establish the, the current is that if you're not in WWE, you got to be in All Elite Wrestling because then the current's going to go the other way. If you're not in AEW, can you jump right into WWE? I don't know if it's going to work that way either. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, th- this whole situation with Cole possibly jumping and coming back. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know, but I, I completely agree with you. Uh, before I w- got in- abruptly interrupted by this power outage, because you know it's Florida, we get you know rainstorms in the middle of the afternoon, just like this. It happens every afternoon. DeSantis. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, I think if WWE can take a chance on Adam Cole on Monday Night Raw, I think he'd be a great hit. I think he can hold that world title and make it really good and make it really prestigious, and people will get behind him. You're absolutely right about AEW. The fans will absolutely love him, but I would love to see what he can do on Monday Night Raw. I would love to see what he can do on Monday Night Raw too. I, I, I'm, I think if he if he went there, he'd have a lot more, you know, pieces to play with. Obviously, there's only a few people he's worked with there, but it does open up a lot of great matches. I mean, if he goes to AEW, it's still going to be rad. Here's the thing: I'm intrigued. He's going to do something. I, I don't think he's a guy who's going to stay on the bench long. You know. Uh, I think you got to hit with irons hot here. It's worth noting, as we mentioned, that contract up Friday, no non-compete. If he does go to all elite, the time frame, how does that work? A lot of people thought, oh, he's what if he leaves takeover and he's on AEW on Dynamite this Wednesday in Milwaukee? Doesn't work that way. So mentioned the contract up Friday. It wouldn't even allow him to show up on Rampage if they wanted to. This would allow him, though, if he does go to all elite wrestling right away, and he's right there, right? Uh, this would allow him to pop up in All Elite Wrestling the the week going into All Out. And it's worth noting with All Out, that show uh, has only a handful of matches uh, booked at the moment. Only a handful of matches right now are, are kind of announced for this show. And it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out here as I wait for Jose to rejoin me here with this power outage. It happens, man. I uh, want to know what you guys are thinking here um, about this issue here. Uh, people want to see Adam Cole versus Brock. Brock is back in the mix with WWE. Could that happen? Who knows, man? It's an exciting thing to not know. I know in wrestling we're supposed to know the answers and give them to, but I think it's also fun when we don't know. And it could be a lot of different things here at one point. It could be really, really interesting to see where this all plays out here. Um, uh, and it's also worth noting that WWE is putting another offer out to Adam Cole. That is the reported word as well. Uh, and he has met with Vince McMahon uh, this week. There has been plans to take him from NXT if he does stay in WWE and bring him to Raw and SmackDown. Christopher Ryan Cooper saying, so Vince has to try and get another deal done by Friday. Get that deal done. Get it done. Right? That's what everyone's going to say. Uh, Randy Sams uh, texting saying, Adam Cole heading to AEW Bay. Uh, AEW is really becoming WCW 2.0. What do you think, uh, Kevin Jose? Uh, uh, 
I, I guess you're absolutely right. It makes complete sense when you look at the ratings, you look at the numbers, and and, and I do that based on scale uh, and what their social media looks like, what their partnerships look like, what their live crowds are looking like. I mean, tickets are selling very, very well. I spoke to someone who works uh, with the arena, the Panthers arena, where they're going to run Dynamite uh, this coming week, saying that tickets are moving at a rapid pace, but the show is not sold out. I can tell you I was at the United Center. They made a lot of money. Uh, CM Punk being there is a big, big deal. Uh, they had numbers that were very competitive. In some cases, uh, I drew a, a slightly larger male demographic number in certain age groups on Friday, then SmackDown did, and they were on right after SmackDown. So it's interesting. Here. Uh, so a lot of different people with different takes about what is going on here. Uh, love that. I'm still connected for you guys. Let me know if I'm still uh, coming off really good for you guys here. Uh, and it's all worth noting here that, you know, this continues as WWE has other changes and other things that piss people off while, while this is all happening here. Um, uh, other people with different takes here. Uh, this guy texted in and saying, I don't know, man, him going to AEW right now will not be a good idea. They already have a full roster there. I think he stays with WWE, uh, going to Monday Night Raw. Trust me, he'll own the place. Yeah. I'm of that thought too. I think if he went to Raw, he would, he would definitely own the place. Um, other people sign, chiming in here. Singh saying uh, he will have AEW New Japan deal like Moxley does. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, you know, some people like that. They want to have that ability to go to Japan and do some stuff. But when are you going to be able to wrestle in Japan right now with, with the current situation? It's not easy to go and do that. Uh, you have some people that can go wrestle for New Japan strong, but you're wrestling in a studio setting uh, with a very small audience. The people that want to wrestle in Japan want to wrestle in Japan and uh, not just wrestle for New Japan, but want the Tokyo Dome experience. They want those special experiences that you can only get there. And you can't really do those right now at the scale that you're used to because of the pandemic. And we're still dealing with that. Um Simon just saying, I'd love to see me some Adam Cole. Well, I think you're going to see some very, very soon here. Brian McFarland texting and saying, if Adam Cole does go to AEW, him and Hangman Page uh, be the best DAG team in AEW. They can climb the power rankings fast and be a money-drawing tag team. A, a good AEW tag team champions versus Young Bucks match of the year. Once he wants a bucket, bucket, give me that match. Give me that match, please. I want, I want, I want Adam Hangman Page. And Adam Cole, the Adams versus the Bucks. Adams versus Bucks, please. Uh, he, he would love to see that. Uh, no matter what, it's all very, very interesting scenario here. Uh, we have a lot of other stories we're developing on here. WWE. WWE had the highest grossing SummerSlam and the most viewed SummerSlam of all time. Uh, it's worth noting that WWE touting these numbers here uh, because, uh, you know, a lot of people are thinking, oh, they're, they're behind uh, AEW's a place to talk about. It's worth noting that WWE SummerSlam had 50,000 people at it. There were some problems at the, the Allegiant Stadium that I'm aware of, uh, but they had 50,000 people there. And this show uh, made a lot of money, a lot of money uh, at this show. And they brought in a ton of different people from across the board with uh, you had you had Brock Lesnar coming back. You had Becky Lynch coming back. You had Sasha Banks, unfortunately, having to drop out. Yeah, that sucked. Right. Um, but you had a ton of people on this show and a lot of big matches. And you had John Cena and people came and people spent money uh, and people watched this show. Jose G, what is the latest on the SummerSlam highest grossing number? 
Oh, man. So right now, things are are very interesting. At first, I want to apologize, man. We have this uh, really bad storm that's coming through over here, and my power kept flickering, and my internet went down. So apologies to the viewers, and apologies to you, Kevin. DeSantis? Uh, (laughs) I blame Governor DeSantis? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, man. uh, So today, WWE touted the success of SummerSlam uh, this past weekend as the highest viewed and highest grossing SummerSlam of all time. Uh, even though there were some power outages and issues later on because we found out that there was an internet outage and the the convenience stores, but they didn't uh, they were just giving away food, giving away beer and things like that. Uh, but they did put out a press release today and saying, quote, that following a weekend of record setting metrics, WWE deliver, delivered the most viewed and highest grossing SummerSlam in the company's history. Uh, it's a seven-figure global audience marked at 55% increase over 2020 and a 29% increase over 2019, including a sellout crowd of 51,326, breaking previous SummerSlam records. Merchandise sales are also uh, up 155% over 2019. Um, and SummerSlam also set a new sponsorship record, growing 25% versus 2019 uh, and in 18%. Versus 2020. So big, big numbers for WWE after this weekend's uh, SummerSlam, which in my opinion was very successful, Kevin. Uh, Very, very successful here. Uh, It was a wild, wild evening to say the least uh, for for WWE and the business. And people are going to crap on WWE. Listen, they're a business juggernaut. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with saying their success is real right now. Uh, there are some deals we can not be happy about Nick Khan, but there are some deals that he's been able to put together. He's really, I think he's really been able to do some things with merchandising that people haven't seen, uh, until now that are really coming out. They're turning over merchandise a lot quicker. They're not mm-hmm. keeping things out there. They're making new shirts at a quicker pace. And you've seen that now with digital sales. I wonder if that number with the merchandise number, if that number is, uh, just, um, uh, merchandise sold on site or merchandise sold online the same weekend as that. I, I'm, I'm curious to know the difference in that. Uh, Ryan Coot saying they had 50,000 people there, uh, but they were still half empty. No, Ryan, what you're saying there, you're reaching for a number. You're reaching to find something bad to say about WWE. I get it, Ryan. We're, we're used to that here. Uh, but the issue is people said they had, a, they had an end zone closed off so they could have an entranceway. That's still 50,000 people. But yeah, and most of the production stuff was on 50, that side anyway. This is the biggest pro wrestling show in the last two years in the United States. It is the most profitable pro wrestling show in the United States in the last two years in terms of live event and live gate. That's from Dave Meltzer as well. He said that before these numbers came out, and then these numbers came out, and then they did it. They had 50,000 people there. You're reaching, bro. Yeah, you're reaching, man. You tell, you if AEW sold out a stadium, him, I'm saying like don't, that's awesome. That's great for wrestling. Don't don't take off. Kev, don't trigger Kevin because he will go off on you. I'll go off. I'll go off, dude. We got power but, outages. We got rage going on here, man. But dude, not only this this uh, the, this whole announcement of the success of SummerSlam, but they're already announcing their very first show for 2022, day one. Day one is going to be held in Atlanta. Look at that. In Atlanta at the State Farm Arena. This is kicking off 2022 with another huge announcement. What do you what, what do you think? What are we going to get for this, Kevin? What do you think? 
I uh, they Nick Khan, who's the major executive, I mentioned him again here. He did this big interview that aggravated a lot of people, but he did talk about this. And he did talk about how WWE is going to take on this uh, unique strategy, which I do think in the long run is a smart one, is that they want to position their major, like major events, if they can get them near a major sporting event, but not on the day. So it's worth noting they want to have that around the big college football championships, which are now usually they're all on New Year's Day. This this for whatever reason, the trend has moved to putting these games all on New Year's Eve, where the, the big college bowl championship games tend to be New Year's Eve earlier in the night. They're done by mm-hmm. nine. You know, New Year's mm-hmm. Eve is already a late night. So we'll get the games out of the day. We'll get them on in the day, you know, and then you go out and you party, mm-hmm. right? Well, what do you do if you go to Atlanta for these big bowl games the next day? And that's what no the position of the show is. That's actually um, that's, really in smart. terms of a live event. That's what the position positioning of this is. If you're going to Atlanta for one of these big bowl championship games, there's a big, pretty kick-ass WWE pay-per-view the next day. Uh, I do like the name too. Day one. I, I think that's a cool idea. Uh, I also like uh, it's a, it's an interesting thing. And also, you know, our very own Jeremy Bennett saying it's a Saturday pay-per-view. This is a Saturday. Uh, so, you know, and you also are going to have SmackDown on a Friday night on New Year's Eve. So they're still going to be on air. They're going to be head to head with some of those bowl championship games. I wonder if they're going to get bumped over to FX, by the way, too, since if, that, if that's a bowl championship, Fox likely going to have a bowl championship on, on, on network television. Maybe they get, I mean, if it's, if it's on a Saturday, wouldn't you think it'd be on Peacock? Well, I mean, Peacock, the Peacock will get the benefit from it, but I wonder if they get bumped uh, off of Fox, Fox having football, but that's to be seen. Mm. That's oh, to be I see seen. what you're saying. Yeah, that, that's Smackdown. to be seen. But I mean, the positioning for them to kind of get themselves around these big events and kind of piggyback off them, great idea. I'm saying it right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they do um, a Saturday night pay-per-view the night before the Super Bowl. At this rate. I mean, I like the idea. It's another Saturday pay-per-view. Uh, for the international audience, I, I've, I've heard nothing but great things about this from the international audience. A lot of specifically the people in Europe who get to enjoy this. Our friends in India, I don't know, because they're always going to get something, you know, <laughs> Sunday morning. Now, now it's it's Sunday morning is better than Monday morning for paper. I just feel like if you're going to have something that's going to represent like a big fight feel, I, I feel like a Saturday does it because that way you don't have to. You have Sunday to relax, you know, instead of having Sunday, then Monday, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think you can just digest it better if you do it on a Saturday. Hit the like button. If you guys are feeling this Saturday pay-per-views, did you like having a Saturday night pay-per-view? Was that more appealing to you as a wrestling fan? Did it make it easier for you to say like, Hey, I can watch this now on a Sunday afternoon. Cause there's a lot of people that don't watch the pay-per-view live. They watch it kind of within the next day or so too, you know? Uh, So I want to know your take on that. Uh, I, I think this is, Whatever you want to say, WWE trying to do some some interesting moves here. Some interesting moves, to say the least. Uh, we question, do know they are Kevin. going back to uh, – go, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jose. No, quick question. Did we already cover Karrion Cross? Did you already do that? We have not. We have not gotten to that yet. No. We got to cover that, man, because well, we, we got to talk going, about that outfit. The internet is going absolutely bonkers for Karrion Cross, and not in a good way. No. And not in a good way at all, guys. If you guys watched Monday Night Raw last night – the you know the uh, the raw after SummerSlam, Karrion Cross unveiled a brand new look. Ugh. This gladiator slash gimp slash I don't know what you want to call it, but the internet is having an absolute 
field day with this, Kevin. What did you, what was your initial thoughts of this? And before we jump into some of these memes, because I want to, I, I want to talk about some of these memes. You got some of those um, memes ready? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm about to load them up, but I, I want, but what's your initial take on this? And then we'll talk about the, uh, uh, the word that Andrew Zarian got from this. Who let him go out there with that on? It's like, like I've no, I mean, everyone thinks I'm, I'm, nice, I'm too nice let's to WWE, but like, I get what they're going yet. for. Like, I get the intention of what this is or what the like aesthetic they're trying to aspire, but he's a huge guy, right? He's a huge, larger than life personality, and you want to dress that up and make his make him look cool. And he just lost this title to Samoa Joe, so this is the night to do it. And, and people have maligned the idea of his presence on Monday Night Raw because you had him lose right away, right? And he doesn't feel like the monster he was a couple of months ago, right? So dress up the monster. I get that. But the the helmet, it looks too big for his head. It looks so like, it looks like something like you would see like a mascot for a football team wear. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, yeah, I have a massive head. Look massive, at my head. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge too head, massive. right? Too massive, like, yeah. That thing looks massively bigger than his head. It looks like he's a mascot for like the Spartans or something, you know? And, and then like, I don't mind the straps. The costume is cool. It just, it looks goofy. It doesn't look dangerous or scary. And and if they can make it, if they can refine it, you know, fine. But I would not, I would have done that at a house show. I would have done that at a house show and see what the reactions were for it and then go and do that. So interestingly enough, uh, Andrew Zary, and by the way, I got to meet him over there in Las Vegas. Great guy. Um, we talked to, uh, he actually talked about this, about this whole carrying cross situation and his source told him the following. I'm actually going to put it up on screen so you guys can see it. Boom. And he said, quote, this is from WWE. Everything and everyone must be marketable toys, shirts, imaging, and accessories. You need to stand out to sell. And this is how they sell. And quote that makes sense i mean that lines up with everything i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna disagree with that but if you really want to say this is just not the way to do it kevin no no and in this day and age you don't give the internet meme fuel if you give them meme fuel they will meme speaking of meme fuel shall we get into it if they if you build it they will meme well (laughs) I'm only I only got two right now because there's just so many and I can't flood the show with all the show memes. me uh, show me the the but two the top two you got right there the top two all right so we have this one right over here let me take off this uh, this overlay <laughs> yes okay, okay. all right all right all right again. let me get the he comments on screen be... here too oh man okay so this reminds me of Mad Max so you see that one there on the bottom on the left. That's is that Mad Max two Mad Max not the I think so and then and then you got the Mad Max version on Rick and Morty when they're yeah in I the, think uh, that's what they're going for and that looks cool and like whatever wrestling has a big Mad Max like fascination because you had the Road Warriors right demolition had masks like just like this as well like they had the entrance mask I get what they're going for uh, it makes sense right um, sure but I mean, I, it, it does but the, there's a there's a way to do it there's. There's definitely a way to do it. We got another one here. We got another. You ready for this one? Okay. I'm going to open my eyes and you let me know. You let me know when I open my eyes. Open your eyes. <laughs> listen, listen here. 
Listen here, children. I have come here to the Monday Raw. I'm the walking apocalypse. I'm carrying cross. Shake and not start. Stare at my bulge. Stare at it. Stare Fall at my bulge. Pray. Fall in prey. Yes, that is Sean Connery <laughs> from the awful film, film Zardoz. That film is called Zardoz. It is an awful film, as far as I know. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I've been told it's really bad. One of the one of those like good bad movies. Uh, yeah, so uh, you're breaking the internet for all the wrong reasons here. Uh, our very own Vince Russo obviously had an opinion about it. Yes, that Vince Russo covering Monday Night Raw. Check out Legion of Raw. It's available on our podcast feed as well as our YouTube channel that is up now, uh, breaking down all of Monday Night Raw. Uh, Jeremy Bennett saying, got to market it to the SNM community. Hey, listen, kink friendly. Kink friendly. There's an audience for everyone. This is, it's a sex positive show, man. <laughs> <laughs> But guys, don't you forget that over 20 years ago, we had Prince Albert, who definitely appealed to that community. <laughs> you said that so matter-of-factly. You didn't say that like like I do, like where it's obvious I'm being a complete smartass and a dork. You're like, you know, honestly, we, we, we have seen WWE appeal to this. <laughs> we have. Yeah, it's just, it's it's just a ridiculous topic. I know. It's, <laughs> it's just a ridiculous topic. <laughs> I'm just uh, just putting out some of your comments here. James Espanto, Fernando, Taguay. He's saying, sell to who? The BDSM cosplayers of America? <laughs> I also enjoy this one, Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Keep your comments coming who in, runs? guys. Who runs? Who runs Stanford? <laughs> who runs Stanford? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh man, this is ridiculous. Oh yeah, man, this uh, th- this has been fun to watch. Uh, we'll see, we'll see how this if they uh, take notice and uh, do some changes to the outfit, get rid of that helmet, do something. You know, I'm more of a fan of maybe if he goes like a, the God of War route, you know, where he paints his face across something like that. That could be cool. Because um, yeah, is everyone everyone says he looks like he's... yeah, everyone says yeah. he looks like that main character from the video game God of War, right? Yeah. I've heard that before too. They might they might as well. They might as well do it. Yeah. All, All right, right, man. We got one more story to get into here. Get into it, man. What do you got? We got Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho putting out another vignette today on Twitter. If you guys remember last week or a couple weeks ago, she did put out a about a minute and a half vignette of her leaving on a train station from Orlando to New York to Penn Station. And today. She has put out another video. This one involving her taking partaking in the little bit of boosting cars there. Uh, so I don't know. You haven't watched the whole thing yet, but we no, do I'm have not. a full video ready for you guys. It's only about a minute and a half, and I want to get your guys' take on the video, and then we'll we'll further discuss uh, about this vignette that Ruby Soho, former WWE superstar Ruby Riot has put out now that she has been released from the WWE. So let's go ahead and uh, get this uh, played for you guys. Mm-hmm. And make sure the audio is on before I do that. That'd be smart, right? right yeah, that'd, be, that'd be smart as well. <laughs> Happens all the time. Happens all the time with the software. Once again, if you haven't done it, go ahead and hit that like button. I see how many of you guys are watching as well. If you haven't done it already, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Tons of content, all that SummerSlam stuff up as well. For your convenience, we're also putting up the podcast version of the show. You can get that on Spotify, Apple, 
We're on the charts, baby. We're on the charts. We cracked the top 100 Whoa. wrestling podcasts Whoa. on the Apple charts in the United States, Philippines, Australia, Ireland, and the UK. Thank you so, so much. Deeply appreciative of that recently. Uh, and I also want to talk about how you can win yourself a big go belt. The big, big go belt. belt. Oh. Uh, so you click, you <laughs> click one thing here. Come on, Dr. Chris Featherstone. You got a million videos in my, in my, in my folder here. So you guys can win this brand new belt here, which we have. You guys can win that. It is up now on the pin tweet. I know it says the 23rd, but we're extending it a whole week. You can win this be beautiful big gold belt here, uh, from Fondue belts. It is up now pin tweet at the top of our Twitter at SK wrestling, underscore at SK wrestling, underscore sports key to wrestling. You'll see. Everything you need to do to win that beautiful big gold belt from Fandu Belts is up now, pinned in our Twitter. Go there. Uh, no, it is not anything involving uh, Mandy Rose and, no, and Dana. No, 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 not at all. No, 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 no. Let's uh, jump back we, into we, the We've got a hell of a show here. Power outages and everything here. Dude, I, yeah, I'm having all sorts of difficulties today. It's really nasty outside today. I, we, I got oh. a storm by me too. I got a storm outside <laughs> of my window right now too. But yeah, we're, so before we uh, before we jump to jump into this uh, Ruby Soho story, uh, yeah. So guys, just quick uh, refresher. A couple weeks ago, back on the 17th of August, she dropped a video uh, released that she was going into a train station from Orlando to New York's Penn Station. A lot of people speculating that she's going to AEW today. She releases a brand new video. And we have the video for you guys. So let's drop it in the stream here and let's take a look. Okay. So what's going on here? Okay. We're going to break down all the little Easter eggs we can find. Okay. looks like a gas station. What's going on? Okay. She's at a gas station. What's going on? All right. Oh, no. Ruby, no. Cue the music for Gone in 60 Seconds. Ruby, that isn't your car. Oh no! She's stealing someone's no, car. What is she no. doing? Ruby's out of the WWE. She's stealing cars now. Now she's super. Was that Davey Vega? That car. I don't know. We don't own any of the rights to this music, just in case. We can mute it. We can mute it. I'm going to mute it just in case. All right. What's going on here, Ruby? Oh, no. Oh, no. Ruby, have you been caught? She's nervous. She's on the run. She's the runaway. That's what we're going for here. What is she running from? What is she running to? What is she? Where is she running to? All right. We're going to see any clues. Because see, in the last video they did where she missed the train, this is very good acting. I'm, I'm on board with this. I love the uh, cinema verite, like art film. No, it's really good. Apparently, Ruby and Buddy Murphy, I think, are using the same video producing guys. Well, I'll say that Ruby's are coming off better than Buddy Murphy's. And I'm not, that is any rip at Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy was in prison. John Moxie was in prison. Uh, you know, they did Aleister oh, Black wow. going, leaving WWE, and he was in an asylum. So they were kind of like vaguely similar, like institutions. Hers, 
uh, are different. This is very much a different thing. If they did her in prison, it would just be like kind of redundant, you know? So uh, yeah. very interesting. What do you guys think? What did you think of it, man? I thought it was really cool. It was different. I liked uh, the, the whole runaway thing at the end there and just kind of her acting out the frustration of kind of like being trapped in a place. Quote WWE, you know? Uh, so it, it, I like the artistic side of it from, you know, I'm a, I'm a production nerd. So when it comes to looking at the angles and the way it was shot and, and the way that the story was told from beginning to end, I thought it was really very well put together and I'm looking forward to what she does, either if it's in W or AEW or if it's Impact or anywhere else, because whoever ends up having her is going to have a tremendous asset on that roster. Uh, and the shot is with us all the time saying, Ruby, oh, no, not Ruby. Oh, so no. Ruby, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, of course, we knew her as Ruby Riot in WWE. Uh, it seems like she's going to be going to AEW at this point. Uh, other people saying she's going to GTA six confirmed. She's going to be in Grand Theft Auto six <laughs> confirmed. You can probably play uh, her as one of the mod is I, I always watch those YouTube videos that have the WWE superstars modded into the GTA. So what are those like Brock? So you'll see like Brock Lesnar just beating the living daylights out of this prostitute and living and in broad daylight, or you'll have like, you know, Roman Reigns spearing this just innocent bystander in the middle of the street. It's great. Go ahead and watch it, YouTube. Just look up WWE GTA mods, and you will just enjoy the the content that's on there. Our very own Mikey's in the social saying the Reap, 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 Repo Man is the only man getting his car back. Yeah, what if they do a vignette with the Repo Man if he's involved? Oh yeah. man, how to bring it something back. else? Uh, yeah, this would be wild. Nashad saying, "What if she shows up in MLW?" Well, MLW doesn't have a massive women's division, uh, you know, so that'd be. Interesting there. Uh, I think she's bound for all the wrestling. I, I don't. I don't see where else uh, that would be as inter- interesting or engaging. Maybe mm-hmm. she's doing something that doesn't involve wrestling at all. That'd be uh, surprising. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's the case. Uh, I do think she's going to go to all elite wrestling. So I do think that's where we, we're going to find her. Yeah, next. and I think. And I think if she ends up in all elite, then you know the women's division will definitely take. And it will definitely be leveled up at that point once Ruby joins. For sure. And and also, it's worth noting, I think AEW, they have a lot of strong women, but I don't think they have anyone that anyone cares about nearly as much as they care about Bray Baker. I don't think anyone uh, they have there true. is as over or gets the type of crowd reaction or the crowd connection as she would. And and it, it would be it'd be worth it here. Oh, Michael with a great prediction here. Uh, what about NWA? Uh, I you think know, so. the NWA I think has a, a very, very strong it. women's division. Impact is a very strong women's division. There's some people you can go to Impact. You're basic. Some people say you're you have a 50 50 chance of just being in all wrestling, at least in a cameo role or like a secondary role, like the like like the Good Brothers and Carl Anderson kind of are, you know. Uh, so that'd be interesting for sure. NWA Empower is this weekend. That is the all women's pay per view that they're presenting. Uh, that is produced by Mickey James. Uh, that'll be interesting. I think if she showed up there, that'd be really, really cool. I, I, I'd be I think that will be really cool if we could see uh, Ruby over at NWA. Uh, especially uh, it's also worth noting Ring of Honor out. is rebooting their women's division. They're doing the Women of Honor tournament. Uh, they, I think they have almost all the slots filled on that. So it, it would you'd have to have somebody like drop out or something like that and work her into it. That'd be interesting as well. So there's, it's not just AEW. You know, it's not just I'll just uh, tell AEW. you this. I'll just tell you this, Kevin. Right now, 
It is the greatest time to be a wrestling fan. So we good, just dude. had we just had the most historic week in professional. Look wrestling at it this way: we had all these the little tech 20- issues. We had all these little tech yes. issues, but we still had so much to talk about. And so exactly. there's gonna be something we don't have on the table that we that just breaks as we're talking. And we're gonna exactly. be like, you and I will exactly. be texting each other as we always do after the show and be like, this just happened. Well, <laughs> exactly. And it, and and it never fails. But you know what, guys? As fans, as people that work in the media that cover this thing. Uh, this type of uh, stuff all the time, man. It has just been absolutely great across all promotions, AEW, WWE. Now we're going to get an awesome women's first pay-per-view with NWA. I mean, it's just absolutely uh, today in, in today's wrestling world, man. Absolutely. And we, uh, I appreciate everyone's patience here with all the different tech things. But, hey, we power through. We have a storm. We have an active God. What are you, what are you pressing on your DeSantis? other side there? We have an active DeSantis. We have an active oh, DeSantis trying to come for it's us. It's bad. So. It's bad out there right now. Is it real bad out there? Yeah. 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 I got rain coming at 45 degree angle right now. Oh, when you have that sideways yeah. rain, it's never good. Hey, at least you didn't get it at uh, SummerSlam. At least you didn't get, you know, a storm, a storm at SummerSlam. <laughs> it was, no, it was beautiful in Las Vegas. It was dry. It was way better than WrestleMania, hot. right? You went to WrestleMania, oh, you went to yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. WrestleMania it was just wet and humid. And in Vegas, it was hot. But it wasn't nearly as humid as it is here in Florida, and it actually felt pretty nice. And it was in, it was an inside stadium, so there was AC in there. You know, we were in the press box, so we were we were, we were nice, we were good. The WWE took very good care of us. Mm-hmm. All right, once again, engage with the show. Let us know what you think of it. Uh, you can check me out coming up on AAW, not AEW. AAW destination that'll be Kevin, on pay per view. Are you all elite, Kevin? I am not all elite. Uh, Kevin's all elite. In my Kevin's mom's heart, elite. I am. My mom says I'm elite. Um, so you can check me out on AAW destination live on pay per view the Thursday before all out. That's September 2nd on fight.tv. That is F I T E. Dot TV. Uh, we will be on pay-per-view just 13 bucks. Incredible show. Juice Robinson, uh, who's who of independent wrestlers. Go to aawpro.com for more information. Tickets and all of our events the rest of 2021. Selling very, very nicely. We have some big events, awesome. including the big Jim Lynam tournament, which is going to feature superstars from New Japan Pro Wrestling in it. That's great. Jose G, they can check you out with Recons of Wrestling every Thursday. Yes, correct? Sir. Yes, sir. You guys can follow me at Jose G Official on Instagram and on Twitter. Follow my show and subscribe to my show, Recons of Wrestling, every Thursday night. We'll be back this Thursday, 8 p.m. every Thursday on YouTube and on Facebook. Make sure you hit the like, share, and subscribe so that way you never miss when we go live. And also, same thing with us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're near that 20,000. And you make sure you help us push us over that 20,000. That's all you got to do is Hit the like button. Hit the notification bell. Smash it. Subscribe to it. That way you never miss a notification. But more, most importantly, before we head out, when you're watching wrestling, Kevin, tell them what they got to do. Apparently, I got to go to AEW, become CM Punk's manager. <laughs> sure. All right, dude. <laughs> I'll keep the ice cream bars in a cooler form. I don't know what, I don't know what that job entails here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. You have to do this most important thing. It, it has to be critical to your existence as a pro wrestling fan, despite power outages and me clicking the wrong button. You have to enjoy wrestling. Enjoy baby.
Yeah. Sí. Yeah. Seguro que sí. 